0: People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels.
4: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Our toll-free number is 800 941 Sean. You want to be a part of the program. All right, so this kind of went unnoticed, By everybody else in the mob, in the media. The only, the only article that I saw that picked this up, and it wasn't even highlighted on the fake news network in which it was stated. Now, the CDC director is not going to come on my show because I'm going to ask her tough questions. You know, just like the NIH director is not going to come on, just like nobody from the Biden administration will come on. That's fine. I, I don't need them to, to, you know, point out the obvious. That the, the, their policies, what Joe Biden has done as a, in regards to COVID-19 and the destruction, he, he was handed three vaccines. He was handed the, the best, I believe, underutilized therapeutic. It's called Regeneron. Um, and I, you know, one of my best friends had a breakthrough case, fully vaccinated last Saturday. You know, last night I'm I'm. Texted him during my show during a break, and I'm like, "All right, how are you feeling? How are you feeling?" I'm asking him all throughout the day. He's, he's been feeling great because, with in less than 24 hours, he had an infusion of Regeneron, and he's doing great. A week earlier, I have another friend, this one in Georgia. He was unvaccinated. He's 74 years old. I was worried, and immediately went to Emory Hospital again. Within 24 hours of diagnosis, he got Regeneron, the infusion. And his 67-year-old wife, his wife is Terry, is her name. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Terry. And she got the infusion. Uh, both their kids got it. They didn't get the infusion, but they're both doing fine. And I believe they are taken a combination of ivermectin and HCQ. Um, and and I will tell you, you know, thank God in, in every case, because I, I think it's just underutilized. I don't think, and it's surprising and it's shocking. And we've discussed in detail. I, I'm, I know I do this every day. It's my job. It's my business. I'm, I'm a news junkie and I can't stop if I wanted to. But I, I, how many people don't know or have never heard of Regeneron or, or monoclonal antibodies? It's, it's a little shocking to me that they don't know anything about any of the therapeutics that are out there. Anyway, Joe Biden was handed all of that and three vaccines. And at the same time now, the biggest, broadest, sm- sweeping, super-spreader event of all super-spreader events, over a million people that we know of illegally being processed into our country, next to none of them are being tested for COVID-19. They're placed in overcrowded Joe Biden cages for long periods of time with people literally living on top of each other. And then they're dispersed to the rest of the country in every other state. Well, there's a high rate of COVID positivity. We know that, you know, McAllen, Texas alone, 7,000 positive COVID cases of illegal immigrants. They come, people come into contact with American citizens. What do you think happens? The Delta variant happens to be one of the if not the, up to this point, there are other variants on the horizon, most contagious variant we've had. That means Americans vaccinated or breakthrough cases, they're going to get sick and some will die because Joe Biden refuses to enforce the laws of our land and then just processes people but doesn't test them for COVID. And meanwhile, they're forcing you with vaccine mandates or you are shut out. In New York, no restaurants, you don't get to go shopping, you don't get to go to a concert, you don't get to go to a sporting event, you need a vaccine mandate. By the way, disproportionately, negatively, unfairly will impact the minority community in New York City. Only about a third of African Americans in New York City have been vaccinated. Under this new policy, Comrade de Blasio, which is now going nationwide, Los Angeles is next. And all these other cities are are adopting these same policies, mask mandates like in San Francisco. It's all coming back. You know, and Joe Biden is is allowing in hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants with a high rate of COVID positivity across our border and just processing them, not testing them and not vaccinating them. It's unbelievable. The burdensome. Anyway, we're doing a whole special on this tonight. I don't want to get too off course here, but nobody seemed to pay attention. This was on fake news CNN. I guess Wolfie Blitzer show and the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, she actually said the vaccines. Listen to this. The vaccines no longer prevent the spread of the covid Delta variant. I'm not making it up. You tell me if you hear the same thing.
1: What about uh, all the fully vaccinated people who get the breakthrough infection? Can they pass it on? Could they pass it on to their children? Could they pass the virus on to older people, especially more vulnerable people with the underlying health conditions?
6: And that's exactly the point that we made in our guidance. So yes, they can with the Delta variant, and that was the reason that we changed our guidance last Tuesday. Um, Our vaccines are working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta with regard to severe illness and death. They prevent it. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. So if you're going home to somebody who has not been vaccinated, to somebody who can't get vaccinated, somebody who might be immunosuppressed or a little bit frail, uh, frail, somebody who has um, comorbidities that put them at high risk, I would suggest you wear a mask in public indoor settings.
1: Especially if, you, if there is a breakthrough case, uh, you get COVID, you're fully vaccinated, but you are totally asymptomatic, you could still pass on the virus to someone else. Is that right?
6: That's exactly right. And that's where a masking recommendation came
5: from. She's saying that the vaccines can no longer prevent the transmission of the COVID Delta variant. Did you hear that? That's not what we were told, was it? That's not what I remember being told. And, and the bar keeps changing the, you know, just every single day. And then they're going to blame what? Uh, they're going to attack the one guy that mobilized every state agency to protect the elderly, that being Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is already, I've, I spoke with him earlier this week. I said, what's your update on, uh, I was just doing my work. You know, I'm in the I'm a member of the press and just saying, can you give me an update on what's going on with therapeutics? They said, well, it's funny you ask, because we're putting together, you know, massive distribution centers for people that have breakthrough cases. But considering, you know, every they targeted the elderly to protect them from day one with every government agency, they dropped what they were doing to protect the most vulnerable, say, unlike New York or New Jersey or Pennsylvania or Michigan. And, you know, now the DHS, they're sounding an alarm over the the soaring COVID cases at the border. You know, Biden will go down in history as the only president deliberately now bringing in people and not testing them. And that will result in the infecting of of innocent Americans that he's putting draconian uh, burdensome. Uh, health standards on them including forced vaccination max vaccine mandates mask mandates or vaccine passports anyway it's, he's jeopardizing the health of you and your families by letting people in without even testing them i can't think of any other president that's done this much damage in this period of time seven months into his reign of incompetence and error you know he, he was handed a, a virus that was beaten thanks to the trump vaccine the trump therapeutics the disease is on the ropes. The economy is bouncing back. Biden drops the ball. He opens up the borders, eliminates the stay in Mexico policy, stops building the wall, and turns, uh, you know, Trump had gotten rid of catch and release. Well, now he gives, you know, catch and release a whole new new form called just process and release and not test people. It's like an epic Greek tragedy. It's only we, the American people, the ones that are suffering. I don't think you could, you could have concocted a, a, a dumber way to reverse all the progress on COVID if you tried. Of course, the mob and the media will protect him. You know, what, Wolfie Blitzer wasn't a little surprised by the answer that, yeah, the vaccines can't prevent transmission and no longer prevent the spread of the Delta variant. That's kind of a big deal. The rate at which illegal immigrants, epic Times today, are testing positive has increased significantly in recent weeks. According to the Department of Homeland Security officials, number of Custom and Border Patrol protection officers who have tested positive also on the rise, despite more of them getting vaccinated against the virus uh, as well. The rates at which encountered non-citizens are testing positive has increased significantly. The Delta variant is more contagious. And the rate of infection among CB uh, Border Patrol officers had been declining. This rate began increasing significantly. The percentage of officers and agents who have been fully vaccinated has grown significantly since January. So this shouldn't be happening, but now it is. Unaccompanied minors showing up at the border, that's at an all-time high. Now we're talking about every month the number of illegal immigrants coming in gets higher and higher and higher. Over a million 200,000 on average a month. I mean, and now Biden is saying, well, we're going to withhold funds and other measures to force people to get vaccinated, just like Comrade de Blasio. He wants a fight with uh, Ron DeSantis. Okay, shut. uh, We don't want to hear anything out of you, Joe. Secure the border, Joe. There's an answer. If you're going to have vaccine mandates, mask mandates, vaccine passports, how about shutting down the border? how about protecting the american people the very least test people and even then enforce the law of the land if you don't like the law of the land then go to congress and change it that would be the constitutional way to do it and some some people apparently you know are okay with these vaccine requirements i you know i know people think well if you're If you're in the medical community, what do you you mean? The people that have thrown themselves on a on a covid grenade for a year and a half and many of which have gotten covid. Now you're going to fire them if they don't get this mandatory vaccination. Are you kidding me? These people risk their lives to save lives the entire time. Now the, you know, the teachers unions, you know, they, they, they don't want the vaccine mandate. So now all of a sudden they might back off it for teachers only to take care of them. I mean, you, the, the, the hypocrisy is breathtaking. You know, it's, you know, and then over at MSDNC, it's not China. It's not the teachers unions. Republicans are the reasons why kids may not be in school in the fall. No, Ron DeSantis' has schools have been open since, uh, oh, a year ago, last August. It's unreal. You know, Ron Johnson, well, you know, what, we you can't have one-size-fits-all mandated vaccines because what about the 19-year-old girl I interviewed that was paralyzed from a vaccine in 2019 and she tried to get a medical exemption? They wouldn't give it to her uh, because of Hawaii state laws. It was BYU. It had, BYU had nothing to do with it. They had accepted her. They were willing to give her the medical exemption. Hawaii was not. Her dream is dead. Uh, What about people with those rare conditions? What about the Cleveland Clinic and following that science that says if you had COVID, you don't need any vaccine? We're not following the science there. Why don't we test for antibodies before imposing vaccination mandates? What happened? You know, God forbid. I think I'm the only one talking about medical privacy and doctor patient confidentiality. You know, these, uh, you want my, you want everybody's full medical history put up on a website and just check it out. You know, let's go look at everybody's medical history. Unbelievable. California mandating coronavirus vaccination for all healthcare workers. That's two million people. Those are the people that dove on the COVID, uh, grenades for a year and a half, risking their own lives for us. Unbelievable. As we roll along, eight hundred nine four one, Sean. You want to be a part of the uh, program, and but they're just they're just trying to put one size fits all medicine onto everybody. Maybe maybe it's just me. This is deeply felt. You know, I might have been more forthcoming about my own personal decisions if everyone didn't demand that I do. It's it's because I. It's none of your business. But I've been very clear. And I took heat early on. I said, "Okay, I'll wear the stupid mask if I can go back to a baseball game sooner than later and protect old people." I don't want. I would. I would hate the thought of ever having any 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 illness, let alone coronavirus, and having contact with somebody that's vulnerable, not as not in as good shape as I am, possibly at risk because of it. I've seen the worst of it. Um, trust me more than anybody knows Americans have ended friendships even over these, these spats and, and a lot of people, you know, you, you, you've seen the worst of it too, or you know, somebody that has had the worst of it, a family member, friend neighbor, you know, but this, uh, you know, what do you do with the people that can't get, what are you going to do? You're going to shut them out of restaurants too, if they can't get a vaccine, cause they have a rare medical condition and their doctor thinks it's a bad idea you know better than them you're, you're more qualified to make that decision than their own doctors and then what are you going to do about the people that are following the cleveland clinic of highly respected medical institutions guidelines that say no if you had covid you have t-cell antibodies that last even though your antibody levels will gradually decrease those those antibodies are for the rest of your life and that if you in fact come into contact with a with coronavirus again, they immediately become activated to protect you. It activates your own immune system. It's called natural immunity. It's not that complicated a principle. But now the Biden administration, they're gonna do it mandatory now for all active duty soldiers. You got companies firing even nurses. Nurses. We had that one nurse on from Houston. You know, this poor woman was there in the middle of the pandemic. She got it trying to save lives. She has natural immunity. Cleveland Clinic Science says, no, she doesn't need any vaccine. They fired her and 153 other people. This this, this is madness. More
0: Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
1: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny.
3: Rappaport's reality—the reality, the reality a little of us—we're figuring little bit. out.
2: And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. It, it would have been Ooh, would have the, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn.
3: Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and
2: me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
4: Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast.
5: All right, twenty-five to the top of the hour. We expect uh, Cuomo's attorneys are going to be speaking today. Maybe Cuomo himself will show up, introduce them. I'm not really sure, uh, which would be an indication they're they're digging their heels in. Uh, the battle, I mean, Joe just keeps getting his ass kicked by Ron DeSantis. It's actually getting hilarious. You know, Biden thinks he's funny, Governor Who? Okay, well, Ron DeSantis respond. Uh, what else has uh, Biden forgotten? The border. Inflation.
1: Well, uh, I guess I'm not surprised that, that Biden doesn't remember me. Um, I guess the question is, is what else has he forgotten? Uh, <laughs> Biden has <laughs> forgotten about the crisis at our southern border, I can tell you that. Uh, Biden has forgotten about the inflation that's biting the budgets of families all throughout our country. Uh, Biden has forgotten about the demonstrators who are fighting for freedom down in Cuba And Biden's even forgotten about the Constitution itself, as we saw with what he did with this moratorium. And I can just tell you, I'm the governor who protects parents and their ability to make the right choices for their kids' education. I'm the governor who protects the jobs and education and businesses in Florida by not letting the federal government lock us down. I'm the governor who answers to the people of Florida, not to bureaucrats in Washington.
5: A great answer. A great answer from the governor, and i uh, you know, I every every time I hope Joe keeps it up. Just keep fighting DeSantis. He'll Sean, can I her. add a
6: point? I don't normally do this, but I think there's an important point Would about like DeSantis. A point, just a quick like? point, like not a long your, one.
5: What's your quick point? What it's is? It's just it?
6: a quick point. He quick also point. DeSantis also gave First parents. <laughs> he did. First of all, he gave parents the option, and he told educators in various schools, he's like, give parents the option. If they want to send their kids to school in a mask and this is what makes them feel comfortable, he's like, there are parental rights involved and let them have that choice. So it's not like he's saying, you know, you can't
5: wear them. If I'm not mistaken, I think he also allowed for online learning. With He
6: is. He's allowing the hybrids. So it's like, you know, he's trying to make sure that everybody feels like they have an option and they have a little bit of control over their lives. And I'm just like, yeah, let's keep everybody safe. Have a little control give people options, and let parents be parents. Let's get yeah. the government out of our kids' lives. That's all I wanted to say.
5: Okay, um, and I agree completely. Let the people decide. That's why we give information, and I don't tell people what to do. I, I And it's amazing how much pressure has been brought to bear. Hannity won't tell people what to do medically. I'm like, if I did tell people what to do medically, I'd get my head ripped off of that, too. But I love this audience. I love all of you out there. You make my life possible. You know, I get to pursue my my passion broadcasting because of you. Uh, You know, I I want everyone to live, and even people that I disagree with. I want them to live, too. I'm actually pro-life, even pro-life for people that hate my guts. I don't care. You're allowed to hate my guts in America. Uh, By the way, (laughs) with all the crap going on with Cuomo... I mean, you know, you talk about mixed messaging. There's Biden, no mask on again with a a huge crowd around him yesterday. And, you know, again, I don't What is it with the hair sniffing thing of these young girls? And I used to run the montage and my show got contacted by one of the parents and and said that's you know, it's I hate we hate seeing it because it's our daughter. And they were so creeped out by it, to be very honest. And, of course, out of respect for the parents, I, you know, looking at it from their point of view, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to run it anymore. I wish I could in the sense that it shows you how creepy he, he is. Jen Psaki says, uh, oh, no, no, it's not necessary, even though this woman Flores and another woman, Tara Reid, made allegations against Joe Biden. Oh, we're not going to pay attention to that. Nobody in the media mob paid any attention at the time, you know, but. I mean, it's there's more creepy moments. You know, both of these guys are creepy with the grabbing of the face and the neck and kissing everybody. I mean, I don't know. I'm just not. I'm just not like that. I shake hands. Now, if I fist bump, I elbow bump, I kind of gotten in the habit. I've been shaking hands lately when people put their hand out. I'm not going to say no. Kamala Harris, you know, had to call a, a, a special crisis dinner. To strategize the recent onslaught of all her negative press, I mean her her what her numbers are below Biden's by a long shot, even that's saying something. And the purpose was to urgently create a plan to defend the vice president. And I look at all the people that were there. Oh, I'm, I know all these people over time. I know about them if I haven't known them personally. Kiki McLean, Democratic strategist, former advisor to Bill and Hillary, um. By the way, is this live now or no? Not yet. Okay, The dinner was uh, organized by her. Other guests include, let's see, Jennifer Palmieri, the former White House communications director for Obama. Uh, Harris's confidant was there. Biden's advisor, uh, Stephanie Cutter, and also Hillary Clinton's campaign spokesperson, Karen uh, Finney and and some other people. Well, I can tell you what it always is, because every election, the playbook for the Democrats never seems to change much, does it? Anyway, these are the lawyers for Andrew Cuomo.
7: PLLC, Uh, Ms. Hormozy and I represent the Executive Chamber of the State of New York, and Ms. Glavin represents the Governor of New York in connection with the Attorney General's investigation of the allegations of sexual harassment. Uh, And we're here today to talk a little bit about uh, that investigation. So um, let me start first by explaining um, the the idea of Ms. Hormozzi and I representing the executive chamber of the state of New York. Those of you who cover uh, Albany and the and the governor's office know that that's a fancy and slightly old-fashioned way of saying the office of the governor. Uh, we don't represent the governor personally. Ms. Glavin and her colleagues do. Um, in 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 March, as you all know, the governor referred to the attorney general of New York uh, a a. a A request that she select an independent law firm to investigate allegations of sexual harassment and the surrounding circumstances. Um, About a week or ten days later, Ms. Hormozzi and I and our law firms, of course, uh, were engaged to represent the Executive Chamber, and and our role is actually pretty simple to understand. I think Uh, our first. Our first uh, first goal, our first purpose, was to make sure that the investigators got all of the information and all of the documents, whether they were hard copy and electronic, that they were entitled to. And as you might imagine, that involved a pretty massive production over the course of the next three or four months, uh, an enormous number of, of hard copy and electronic documents. And this The second part of our task was to represent chamber employees if they didn't choose other counsel uh who wanted us to accompany them to the interviews uh that were requested by the uh, by the investigators uh, and the third was to make sure that the chamber and its employees were treated fair was were treated fairly and it's the last of those things that I want to address uh, briefly um as as you know the the special deputies on behalf of the attorney general issued a 165 page report on Tuesday at 11 o'clock. Um, as you all know, this is not like an ordinary civil or criminal proceeding. Um, their report will not be followed by a civil hearing or a criminal or a trial to determine the accuracy of their conclusions, how they got there, or to weigh the evidence. For for the people in the chamber, um, this was the end of the line. This was for what the Attorney General and the investigators meant to have as effectively the first and last word. Um, as a result, Uh, A few weeks ago, we asked the attorney general's office to provide the people whose conduct would be discussed, the conduct that would be evaluated, and as you now know, the conduct that would be criticized. We asked for them to provide draft copies of those reports to the people whose conduct was really implicated by their findings. Um, And we asked them to do that because we had concerns, as people would in, in any circumstance like this, that there might be things that were inaccurate, there might be things that were not sufficiently thorough, um, there were things that might be included or excluded from the report that might be fair or unfair, and we wanted to make sure that the people who were who were going to be discussed had an opportunity to respond before the report was made public. Um, in, in the end, um, the attorney general's office refused that request, and everyone in the chamber, from from the secretaries to the governor, um, who were discussed in that report, uh, got that report at exactly the same time as those of you in the press did and as you, the members of the public, did. Um, and, and that was problematic because their opportunity to challenge, to rebut, to raise questions um, did not occur until after the report. Was public. And in today's media world, where it's 24 7, um, all of those allegations were out and being reported while people were first flipping open the pages. Um, Our request was not an unusual one. It turns out that it is really a a commonplace occurrence in in these kinds of investigations. It's state of the art, really, for investigators to provide that sort of information ahead of time to people who are being investigated. The Department of Justice Office of the Inspector General does it, the GAO
5: does it, the New York. my gosh, I mean, are we just going to have to sit there? What is he going to say something of any substance? Good grief. I'm keep it. I will keep it up a little longer. I can't take much more of this.
7: Investigated, but they also want, do it for themselves and for the public to make sure that the report is accurate. That did not happen. and As a result, um, it's now taken some time. And you'll hear from Ms. Glavin uh, in a little bit about about things that relate to the governor in particular. But it's taken some time for people to sort through the report and to see what they might think is actually not correct. So I'll give you one example today, um, which is one that got some some press uh, yesterday and the days before, uh, and it's the one really in which the special investigators take issue in particular with the, uh, the activities of the chamber as a whole, by the group of senior employees as a whole, and that's with respect to the allegations that were raised by Ms. Boylan last December, and and when she started tweeting about the governor as a sexual harasser, and and as the report makes clear, the 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 um, governor's office, the chamber, um, did two things. One, um, released some records that related to the to the circumstances of Ms. Boylan's departure from the chamber, and the second was to consider and ultimately decide not to publish. Uh, either an op-ed or a letter regarding Ms. Boylan or about the governor. Um, the reason that's important is is we had a very strong sense from the questioning of various witnesses, um, and we represented 20-some-odd employees. All right, and and I'm going, going to, uh, to make
5: 20 an 20 executive programming decision here and say that this is just a bunch of lawyers speak and that the governor is not resigning and that they're digging in their heels and they're, they're now going to uh, make a press play to change the narrative Uh, the videos did come out in the New York Post. Uh, we showed them on TV last night. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was casual Thursday poolside work environment, but there was, uh, Cuomo with his personal assistant poolside. Um, and I'm not suggesting in any way anything nefarious is going on there, but, uh, didn't you think, Linda, that the optics might have, might have been a little off considering the 11 serious allegations of sexual harassment that there's the governor, you know, out at the pool with his assistant. Um, if I you know, was
6: if I was Governor Cuomo, I would be doing exactly what he's doing. Democrats don't go to jail. They don't get punished. So who cares? Sure. Do whatever but, you want. That's exactly how they live their lives.
5: Dorm is I really, mercy in really, action. I, you well, know. I've been saying it for a long time. I really can't take issue with what your point is. Because it's the, way, the
6: truth. Nobody goes to jail.
5: The one woman that has accused him, Albany sheriff, is warning that Cuomo could now be arrested at any time. These cases, by the way, are very, very hard because they are going to be individual cases. And my guess is it would be, you know, settled civilly. The criminal aspect of it is very hard to prove in court. Talk to a lot of lawyers about it. Now, can these allegations and crimes be investigated and charges brought? Yeah, that's real. Um, it's interesting out in California... That Newsom is saying, "Oh, this is so unfair, so unfair." And the impact—if I get—if I, if I get recalled, it's going to be the impact will be felt across the country. I hate to tell you, Gavin, get your ego out of the way because it's not true. Nobody's going to care. You're a hypocrite. You know, your kids went to in-person learning. Your kids went to summer camp with no masks. You went to restaurants again and again, and and you know didn't even abide by your all the burdensome, draconian measures you're putting on the rest of the state, uh, and you're the one that has the highest taxes, state income tax in the country. Uh, I would argue, Gavin, you did it to yourself. It's that simple. By the way, in this, Republicans are idiots. Idiots. Going along with this bipartisan bill to give Joe Biden a political victory so he can say with $1.2 trillion it was bipartisan. Yeah, because Chuck Schumer is going to come in and everything they didn't get in negotiations and the bipartisan bill, they're just going to ram down our throat through the reconciliation process, which he's saying publicly he's going to do. By the way, the bipartisan bill has a secret gas tax in it um, that I bet most of you have not heard about. And, you know, anyway, they, they're putting out a pilot program that would charge drivers a fee for every mile traveled. What are we gonna monitors now? Government monitors everywhere we go, every place we go? And in eight years, half of American car buyers are gonna be forced to purchase an overpriced, underperforming electric car that they don't want? And it's really unbelievable. Let me do we have Corey Bush, let me just play this breathtaking hypocrisy. We played it yesterday. You know, about her You know, oh, of course I deserve my private security while she still supports defunding the police. This is going to be a big issue in 2022.
6: You want to see me die? You know, because that could be the alternative. So either I spent $70,000 on private security over the last few months and I'm here standing here, standing now and able to speak, able to help save 11 million people from being evicted or i could possibly have a death attempt on my life if i end up spending 200,000 if i spend 10, 10 10 more dollars on it you know what i get to be here to do the work so suck it up and defunding the police has to happen we need to defund the police and put that money into social safety nets because we're trying to save lives
5: Are you going to pay for my private security want to see my my my, my threats um, it's the point is I, I don't want I, I want every politician safe I don't care what your politics are and I mean that, but I want every American safe, and defunding the police is making cities less safe and less secure and murder rates soar. Then we come back the more FBI malfeasance an investigation.